0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the 12th edition of the Fantasy 15 here on Sound of the Loons. We're back to kick off another week of MLS fantasy with 15 minutes on your 15 roster slots. We'll talk a bit about what happened last week, a bunch about what we think is going to happen this week, and then talk strategy. My name is Steve McPherson, and the coward Jamie Watson, who put up 95 points this past week and currently sits 59th out of 165 participants in our fantasy league, is nowhere to be found now that I've taken a commanding lead on him. So instead, we brought in someone who clearly knows what they're doing to talk to me. TJ Galenjin sits next to me in the office and is currently 49th in our Fantasy League, plus... He's forgotten more trivia and stats about Minnesota United soccer generally than I've ever
1: known. So, TJ, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Steve. I'm great to spend my 50 minutes of fame with you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we,
0: uh, we we talk a lot of fantasy uh, and and share our fantasy information because neither of us is going to do very well, basically. So, you know, why not give away all the secrets? Um, what's uh, I'm going to ask you, first of all, how deep is your experience in fantasy sports? Have you always done fantasy?
1: Oh, yeah. I've been involved uh, pretty much since, like, high school. Okay. I've been doing like fantasy football mostly with a bunch of guys I went to high school and college with. We've had a league going for about 6-8 years now and that. Oh, okay. Doing some fantasy baseball with a few guys in the office and then doing fantasy soccer for a little while on and off. More so seriously once I started working here sure. and getting into MLS. This whole fantasy stuff really took off for me a little bit. of Premier League as well. So mm-hmm. I, I like a real, well-rounded fantasy yeah. experience in my life. So
0: what do you what's your What do you think is the sport that lends itself best to fantasy?
1: Uh, Football is a really good one just built off. So the weekly structure, you only have to set up for the weekends. There's pretty clear cut stats and positions to uh, run through and score, which is pretty easily set up, but I could argue also the original with baseball is very good for that as well. It's just that's so heavy. tedious yeah. for every single day with so playing many games. That stuff. Yes. It, it's hard to keep up, but that's why I like football. It's like, I only have to plan for two, what, two or three days a week. Yes. That's it. I'm good.
0: Yeah. I do like MLS mm-hmm. fantasy for that reason, because mm-hmm. again, most of the time, it, you know, most teams play mm-hmm. one game a week, mm-hmm. sometimes double game weeks, but then, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you set up by Wednesday, which it's Wednesday today. Yeah. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about what happened last week. Uh, who, who showed up for you last week in week 11?
1: Uh, last week, uh, Sebastian Legette and Gyasi Zardes had great weeks for me, putting up 12 points each. I had them on my bench, and they both ended up coming in with my switcheroos. That was a good little uh, boost for me on my team. Man, really. that's
0: terrific. Yeah. My my two top performers were Chicago guys, sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katai and mm-hmm. Nikolic had 22 and 18 points, respectively. Ooh, so yeah. that worked out pretty well. Yeah. Fantasy busts, uh, mm-hmm. my, my big bust was uh, Jonathan Dos Santos, who's become – I, it was one of my go-to's because mm-hmm. he's a bonus point machine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He had two points last
1: week. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a great showing from the man. It did not
0: work out well for you. What was what was your what was your bust structure uh, like?
1: Ty Dare killed me last week. He had oh, yeah. such a good uh, run those past few weeks. I'm like, all right, I'll throw him in here. He puts up one point for the whole. year. I think he played the Wednesday game and then yeah. didn't show up for the weekend. So yeah, that's a tough one with the double game weeks because you got guys who they'll rotate the squad in and out every once in a while depending on matchups and travel. Yeah, that bit me this week too. But luckily. Since I got pulled in for this, I actually checked my lineup to make sure I pulled those guys out. There you go. Good work.
0: Yeah, it's tough. Uh, the, the one the one downside of the double game week is there's potential for a lot of points, but also uh, the problem is that basically most of you guys have played by Thursday morning, and then you can't adjust anything. You're just sitting on those guys, and you just got to wait for the rest of the games to play
1: out. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, It's tough. And then uh, you got one good matchup on the midweek, but you don't have a great matchup on the weekend. You got to weigh those choices. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Go,
0: you, you look for the home-and-home home teams. Like, mm-hmm. do, you, do you really consider teams that have two away games there's a lot of Mm -hmm. there's a lot of questions about double game weeks i mean there it's 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 fun um i do like it because i get to pick all my stuff earlier in the week and i Mm -hmm. read all the articles and i love i love the tinkering probably too much yeah um let's talk a little bit about what's happening this week all right so we have double game weeks for toronto houston which is two home games uh lafc apv always Mm -hmm. play bella uh seattle Orlando City, D.C. United, Atlanta United, and Dallas. So there's a lot of opportunities. Who are you targeting right right
1: away? Right away, uh, I have to go with Joe Willis for my goalkeeper. He's the okay. only goalkeeper playing two home games. Yes. Yep. So that's a solid bet for me and he's only 6.6 million. So it's a good value yeah. pickup when there's a lot of really expensive guys on double game weeks. So he was a pretty clear-cut choice for me right off the bat.
0: Joe Willis is, is interesting. I'm still considering him. It, you know, it's tough because Tyler Miller is obviously also a very good goalkeeper yeah. on a double game week. He costs about a million more. Mm-hmm. That also takes up an LAFC spot when their their players are also very valuable. Mm-hmm. But I also like a lot of Houston players. Same. Um, especially for, we're going to get into talking a little of the strategy later, but like for those differential plays, which mm-hmm. as we're coming down to the tail end of the, the spring season, mm-hmm. I believe we have four weeks left. I was going to but I think it's something it like sounds that sounds right to me. Something like that. It's not that far out. Mm-hmm. So uh, but we'll get into it. What about what about LAFC? Obviously, I think that's a team that a lot of people are going to be targeting to try to figure out you only get three guys from each team. Yes. Now, which makes this a lot tougher. Who is who are you going to try to pull out for LAFC?
1: Well, obviously you go with the APV, but I'm turning yeah. a- ACV. Always Captain Vela for for this okay. week. He seems like a good call. That uh, Atuesta is also a good pickup. I think. Yeah. I mean, between he's still, K and yeah.
0: Atuesta, like, what do you? I think that's sort of the question yeah. is like, which do you go for?
1: Yeah, it was a tough call for me. For me, it came down to budget reasons to pick Atuesta that point three million. When I'm sure. trying to squeeze pennies here and there, uh, it was, I was going to go with him. Yeah. So uh, he's
0: a little more consistent, I think. Mm-hmm. K. Maybe has a higher ceiling, Mm -hmm. but Atuesta has he's just he's kind of got that consistent production.
1: Yeah. So Vela, Atuesta, and then I it's a toss up between Rossi and uh, Blessing. Okay. I take. I think I might go with Blessing this week. Uh, Rossi's kind of been like he's a little bit more expensive, and his production's kind of slowed down uh, in these last couple games. Yeah. Rossi's been a little lackluster. Yeah, and I think uh, Blessing's got a chance to do pretty well this weekend when. There's more opportunity for him, I think, to see the field with these double game weeks.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think I may go with Walker Zimmerman. He is Ooh. pricey at Splash 10. Splashing the for cash, defender. Steve. I know, but like <laughs> I've never I haven't used him yet. You know, he's mm-hmm. averaging seven points, you know, per mm-hmm. game, which yeah. in a double game week, when mm-hmm. they have a chance at at clean sheets, mm-hmm. is big. I may even Captain Zimmerman. Wow, that's a big call. I know. That's we're gonna get wow. in I'm gonna I'm gonna get into some of the strategy behind that. But like I I like I like defenders, first of all. Mm -hmm. I like defenders generally. I like to find those defenders who have value. Mm -hmm. Zimmerman certainly doesn't have value, but... I remember last season, um, I got I got rich very quickly with my Mm -hmm. salary cap, and I would just play Zusi like every week. I was just like, if you can can afford it, play him. You know, I've never, I don't think I have played a a a defender above eight million so far this season. Has there
1: ever been a defender above eight million? Yeah, I really remember it. Well, Zusi, well, there's a couple. Zusi was like nine last year, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, like Miles Robinson right now is like eight point three. Yeah. Kelvin Laidem is like eight, so there's those Mm -hmm. guys, you know, touching that. Yeah. But man, Zimmerman is ten million. So mm-hmm. I I don't know.
1: Pending. Um, yeah, yeah. that he, might be my play. Is he really worth ten million, or is it just kind of the recent form of the LAF season? He's been kind of riding that wave.
0: Yeah, he might not be. I mean, there's mm-hmm. other options. Bedichar is obviously a, mm-hmm. a pretty good option. Um, there's other there's other defensive options. I, m- maybe I'll pivot away from it if I if I decide something else. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk about Houston sure. because I'm very interested in Albert Elise and Mauro Monotas. Mm-hmm. I think they are both legit plays. Mm. I think Minotis might be the differential play. Cause I think more people are probably going to play a lease. I need to check yeah. on what the percentage is in terms of ownership, but, mm-hmm. um, but either of them can get hot.
1: Absolutely. Like, do, do you have either of those guys in your lineup? I have neither of them actually. Okay. Cause I had Willis. I started to go for more Houston players I and farther back in the line. I had, uh, Minor Figueroa and uh, Memo Rodriguez. Yep. I have both those guys actually. Mm -hmm, Yeah.
0: Rodriguez as a cheap option. Mm -hmm. I really like, he's what, like 6.9? 6.9. Yeah. He's
1: surprisingly cheap for how well that he does. He's averaging 5.25 points, which is not terrible at all. And then with a double game week at home, I think he's going to do well. Like Houston's been very good at home this year.
0: Yeah. Are you concerned at all about Kyoto? He's coming back from injury. He could affect Memo Rodriguez's sort of usage, I feel like.
1: For the weekend game, I think I'm a little bit more worried about that because that's a few more days for him to get healthy and then come in and – like what happens with these, they rotate squads in these two double game weeks. So yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a risk I'm willing to take for 6.9 million. I might move him to my bench. I have him as a starter right now, but I okay. might uh, swap out a guy I have uh, down there to just in case he does get pulled.
0: Yeah. I've, I think I'm still trying to decide about, I, I have minor Figueroa also on defense. I like him as an option. He's mm-hmm. like 6.6,
1: 6.9, I think 6.9 is what it says on it? here, but he's been a really yeah. consistent producer. Like he, does very well compared to guys who are worth $2 million more than him.
0: Yeah. I might be interested in Willis. Again, this is one of those things where, like, I might, if I pull one of those other guys, like, if I pull Figueroa or Rodriguez eventually, mm-hmm. I might then switch and use Willis. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember who I even have in goal right now. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else that you're really high on right now? Oh, I have Stephen
1: Fry in goal right now. Mm-hmm. I swapped him out for Willis earlier today, day. Once I realized, yeah, there yeah. is a home and home, but he's a good call as well. I mean, he's worth the same as Tyler Miller. Yeah, I think, but he's also got, he's got some decent matchups with Orlando. Philly could be tough on Sunday. Yeah. Or, or is it Saturday? I can't remember. It's the, one of the weekend games, yes. but, uh, I like Jordan Morris. I don't like him enough to put in my starting lineup, but sure. he's got potential. He's, very streaky with his points, and he hasn't had a really big game for a few weeks, so I think he's due. And with an Orlando home game, I think he could do very well in that outing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Orlando game is, is a good target because I don't think Orla- Orlando is going to be...
1: It's going to be a rough game
0: for them. So mm-hmm. um, I'd like... Uh, I like Ali Adnan uh, as a defender. Yep. He's still reasonably cheap, 6.7. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm never going to forgive him for that Panenka. <laughs> but I, I have to bring it up every time I talk about him. But I mm-hmm. like uh, Roldan um, as a good sort of... This is going to play into the strategy thing I'm going to talk about in a yeah. minute here. But mm-hmm. uh, And then Pozuelo on a double game week. Is,
1: yeah.
0: He's a real tempting captain if you're not captaining fella. Mm-hmm. Um And not trying to do something crazy like me like and Captain Zimmerman. Yeah. But I think Pozuelo, he's actually averaging more points... Per game than than veil it right now, yeah. um, so mm-hmm. th- you know that's that's pretty compelling, and you know playing DC is. They were really good. They're okay now. Mm-hmm. RSL obviously has, has had some issues. So mm-hmm. I feel like even that's that's a road game, it's still still a good look for them.
1: Yeah. I like the Vancouver plays that you're making. I like to add one more. Inbam, okay. In-Bam Huang, he's a yeah. really good guy for the bench if you want to do that. Because, okay. I mean, he's got Atlanta at home. Like, they haven't been, they're streaking right now, but sure. it's a long road trip for them, and they're rotating a few bigger players out. On their roster. So I think Vancouver could do good. And then they're playing on the road in sporting KC, who are depleted by injuries right now. And he's starting to get comfortable in this league. So I think uh, Wong would be very good. And Mum Wong is a good choice. I Mm -hmm. really
0: liked him since we saw him, since I actually watched him play Mm -hmm. against Minnesota United earlier. I was like, man, this guy's got, he's good. So um, obviously not a huge point producer. He's averaging 4.45 a game. Mm -hmm. But Consistent, mm-hmm. relatively cheap, seven point six million. Mm-hmm. I like Villalba a lot this week um, yeah. with with the lack of um, uh, Barco mm-hmm. uh, for Atlanta. Villalba had, mm-hmm. a good, had a good had a good had good So yeah. and um, and again, you know, they're playing Vancouver on the road, which is a tough trip, as you said, but also mm-hmm. still Vancouver yep. they're not great. Yep. And then you know, two games on the road for Atlanta, but Red Bulls have not been the same as they have been before no. at home. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, uh, I'm i trying to think if there's anybody else who I'm really targeting. Um, I'm going to probably change this a couple more times
1: before. <laughs> there's exactly always some last-minute tweaks it. going into like five, six o'clock once right. games in lineups start yeah. coming out. Yeah.
0: So here's what I was going to talk about as far as strategy because I think there's a couple different ways to, you know, you're trying to build cap earlier in the season at this mm-hmm. point. It's sort of like that your cap is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting, I'm in like 14th in our league or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm top 20, but I'm not, mm-hmm you know, I'm not up at the top, right? And I feel like this is the time when you need to, if you're in that sort of position, if you're not just, if you're not a front runner, you need to make some strategic zags when other people zig. Basically, mm-hmm. like, you need to play Vela, right? Yep. For sure. Always mm-hmm. play Vela. But doing so doesn't get you anywhere because mm-hmm. everybody is doing yeah. it. <laughs> so my current working theory, every, every, I have a theory yep. every yep. week. My current working theory is you go, you basically just try to go chalk and everything. Mm-hmm. So you play Pozuelo, you play mm-hmm. Elise, you mm-hmm. play... You know, whatever some of the mm-hmm. some of the guys you know everybody is going to play, mm-hmm. and then you just try to like pick like two spots to go counterintuitive, mm-hmm. find a value player who's going to do well, captain a guy you wouldn't expect, you know, like mm-hmm. it, captain yeah. Pozuelo instead of Vela, ca- mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Like, yeah. like I, like I want to play Minotas instead of Elise because the mm-hmm. thing is at this point. Like, if you don't, if it doesn't work out, you basically Mm -hmm. lose nothing. Like, Mm -hmm. is there any difference between finishing 14th and 25th?
1: Yeah. Like, not really.
0: (laughs) Like, the only chance is for you to, like, jump up into that top five. And Mm -hmm. that's what you got to go for and just hope you get lucky. And if you don't, Mm -hmm. then you can go, eh, well, I didn't. It didn't happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that idea. That's a good strategy that I use in a lot of other uh, fantasy leagues. Like you kind of want to go away from the grain, especially when everybody can sit, pick the same pool of players. Like, yeah. like you said, everybody's going to play Pozuelo and vale, Like, But who do you cap that you're going to get those little bit of extra points that somebody else isn't. And this is also the time where you kind of have to go for broke. If you want to climb up, you might have to pull some sleeper players or just some guy who's filling in from injury just to get some points that, nobody else is going to think of and just pray they have a really good week. And that's kind of what you want to use your bench spots at this point. Yeah. Splash your cash on your starting 11 and get some lower level guys who are going to start. That have really high upside in their yeah. games.
0: Yeah. Memo Rodriguez is mm-hmm. one of those guys on the bench for me. I'm yeah. just like, you know, I'm hoping he he pays off. Um, was also on my bench right now. That could mm-hmm. change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, man. It's it, 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 As you're getting down to the, I think there is really this thing of right now, it's like, well, you got to spend the money. Like, you've saved yeah. the money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now you got to spend it. You got to either climb up into that upper echelon or else, you know, sink to the, the bottom. So. Exactly,
1: yeah. I've been using my-, my With Jamie, Jamie Watson, Yeah. at the bottom. Yes. <laughs> I've been using that uh, second goalkeeper spot just to like farm money- every single week and now it's yeah. like, I'm just throwing the four million dollar guy who's like fourth tier somewhere down in USL on loan yeah. and just spending all that money that I can up top. You're lighting so, you're yeah. lighting
0: cigars with hundred dollar bills with a hundred dollar garbage.
1: Is that Gam or Tam?
0: I, I don't know. Be amazing <laughs> if be introduce Gam and Tam oh into fantasy goodness. somehow.
1: Let's just make it way more complicated. <laughs> Coming in 2020. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> well, my solemn vow has been to keep this podcast to 15 minutes and because I'm a man of my word, we have come to the end, my friends. Many thanks to TJ for stepping up for Jimmy Watson, who's dead to me. Uh, For Minnesota United, I'm Steve McPherson, and remember, don't let your fantasies be dreams, Make your dreams come true.